0: Jesus of Nazareth was on a mission from God. Jesus knew what God wanted him to do and would not be deterred. He knew that Herod Antipas was not to be feared. It wouldn't be Herod who killed him. It would be the holy city of Jerusalem the city of people that had been cycling through again and again, embracing God and then turning from God, and then repenting again and embracing God, and then turning away from God again. Jerusalem had killed prophet after prophet, and now their appetite was growing for this greatest of prophets. The Pharisees warned Jesus to get away from here, but Jesus would not be deterred. He knew that going to Jerusalem was part of his mission. Probably most of us in here have dealt with a defiant teenager. Now, defiant and teenager, those words pretty well go together don't they, for some, some people? Most adolescents, now I'm sure this doesn't apply to any of the adolescents who are here today, but most adolescents at times feel like they're already grown up and therefore they can make their decisions on their own because they know what's best for themselves. Well, adolescents as adults, we think we have a more comprehensive view. And so we think we know what's best for you as teenagers. We, we think. And most of us do, to be honest. You'll find out in time. So pair those adults who feel like we know what's best for the teenager and the teenager who feels like they know what's best for themselves, and pair those together and... You have a persistent nor'easter in the home. Teenagers don't like criticism. They don't like to be corrected. But if we're honest, when we grow up, the rest of us don't either. We don't like criticism. We don't like to be corrected. We even really resent criticism. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't know it's a good thing. I think we recognize that a good critique is healthy for us. We need it from time to time. But we still get defensive and we resent someone leveling a critique at us. We receive it as if someone's telling us there's something wrong with us, that we're not perfect, whatever that means. And we're not. A painter doesn't want to be told that you missed a spot right over here because he wants the job to be just right. A hairdresser doesn't want to hear that it's a little uneven around the ears, even though she can then look at it and see that it's true. We don't like to be presented with a gap between what is and what should be. Well, this was Jerusalem's situation, too. We might imagine the people of the city saying, Who does this two-bit prophet think he is telling us about how to worship God when our animal sacrifices have been working just fine for centuries? can he tell us that our laws are not complete in themselves, and then blaspheme God by saying that he has come to fulfill our laws? Jesus laments the defiance of Jerusalem, as does the parent of a wayward child. Jesus wants to protect the people of Jerusalem as a mother hen shelters her brood of chicks under her wings. But the chicks don't stay there. They defiantly run away straight toward the fox. So how does that affect us today? I think to make scriptures the most meaningful, we have to Put ourselves inside and see where we fit in. We'd like to be Jesus. Could we this time, though, be the Jerusalem for which Jesus is lamenting? A group of people who believe we have been following God's laws or at least our own traditions, and yet we have missed a spot here And it's uneven around the ears there. Or what about you as a follower of God? Could you be the defiant Jerusalem? The wayward child that God wants to shelter and protect, and yet you run out from God's wings and run away? The season of Lent is about turning around. It's about turning around and running back towards God. The season of Lent is about trust and faith and knowing that God will receive us as a mother hen enfolding her precious chicks under her protective wings. This Is salvation. And this is the mission from which Jesus Christ will not be deterred. So, what is your mission? To make as much money as you can? To visit as many places as you can before you die? What is your mission? To instill values in a classroom of students, to love a child, such as a child who has grown up on a Sioux reservation with an astronomical alcoholism rate. If that's your mission, we have a trip for you. Do you know your mission from God? Do you know what God wants you to have accomplished a few years from now? Now, if you're a parent, it's pretty obvious what your mission is, and that's to build the best children that you can. But I think that can, you know, when we have our child dedication services, we pro- promise to raise up our children, all of the church children, as best we can. We recognize that we have a corporate responsibility for caring for each other as family that's a part of our mission gordon mcdonald tells about when he first ran track in prep school his coach invited him to his home for dinner one night and he took out a notebook after the meal and the notebook had gordon's name on the front cover And the coach opened up that notebook, not to the front page, but to the back page. And he said, Gordon, these are the races I'm going to schedule you to run almost four years from now. Here are the times you will achieve. Gordon looked at those times and thought, impossible. There is no way that I could ever achieve those times. They're light years away from where I am now as a runner. And then the coach began turning back the pages of that notebook, page by page, showing the 42 months that he had scheduled for workouts. They were graduated, accelerated plans for Gordon's increasing skill on the track as the months and the years would go by. That coach had a sense of direction and development when it came to Gordon's athletic growth. Spiritual growth works the exact same way. Now, I know you know that, but I think it needs to be said. Having a goal, having a mission, and doing little things consistently trains us to reach our spiritual goals. Saying a prayer before a meal may seem like an embarrassing waste of time, but when we do it consistently, we remember more of what God has done for us and we grow closer to God. In a few minutes, we'll be saying the Lord's Prayer in those antiquated words now, the language of that prayer could mean little to us if we just read the part and read through the words. But when we know it by heart, in every sense of that word, on one day, we find meaningful the part about God providing our daily bread. On another day, we really need for God to lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. Taking communion one time probably won't do much for us in the way of spiritual meaning. But by returning to the table consistently, the meaning grows. Around the table, as we consider again, not only Jesus' life with his disciples and his death and the renewed life after that, we also have the chance to reflect on the renewed life that he gives to us and the holy feast in heaven to which God invites us and for which God protects us. Now, we would never show the movie The Blues Brothers in worship. It's one that John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd were in many years ago. I'm probably hoping that few of you saw it. But anyway... They have this catchphrase in there. Uh, It's been too long since I've seen it to remember exactly what happened that brought them to this point. But, But they would keep saying, we're on a mission from God. We're on a mission from God. And nothing would deter them, not policemen nor laws, not anyone or anything that came in their path would deter them from completing said mission. Now, we, Calvary Baptist Church, are on a mission from God. I hope we can do it with fewer cuss words that, than were in that movie. As a congregation, we are on a mission from God. And, you know, at this point, we might say, I have no idea what that is. But as we work consistently, step by step, accelerated, accelerating and growing, then we will discover that mission and we can reach the spiritual goals that God has set for us. And we will be inspired along the journey. Are you on a mission from God? What deters you from fulfilling it? What resistance do you meet God will not be deterred, and with God's strength, neither will you.